All right, testing, testing. Can everybody hear me now? Testing. Alright, welcome in. Alright. I don't know what happened there. Like my mic shorted out or something. So what's going on everybody? Today? So, uh, first of all, uh, Esther Fage, I hope I'm saying that right, welcome in. Which state are you from? I am from Minnesota. I am from Minnesota. USA. Where are you from? Anyway. Um. Estra... Okay. No, it's all good, dude. It's all good. I just like to uh, welcome my uh, welcome my chat. It's all good. Sometimes you would think he lives on the moon. Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes. Fog. Alright. <laughs> well, what uh, what would you like me to call you? Do you have a uh, do you have a preference? Anyway, um, yeah. Normally, I have my co-host JMO or and or Skull Shaker. Um. Alright, I'll try. I'll try. Um, yeah, normally I would have my co-host, Skull Shaker or JMO, but I have not heard from them today. Um, and this is the normal time slot that we are normally live, so... We're just gonna... Uh, the show must go on. Um, so... What did That's what Vince said. Yes it is. So Elimination Chamber was yesterday or last night, depending on um Uh he might be. He might be busy. Absolutely it is. Um, so, Elimination Chamber was yesterday or last night or yesterday morning, depending on where you are. 
Um, what did everybody think of the show before we get into the matches? How's it going, Hunter? Welcome in. Predictable. Yeah, it kind of was, unfortunately, I agree. Um, and here's, here's why. Didn't watch it yet, but don't mind having spoilers. All right. Let's, uh, it's not a problem. I'm doing good. All right. So, um... Alright, so let's get in uh, let's get into the match card then. Um wait almost like a last minute and I didn't even I gotta be completely honest with you, I didn't even watch the match. I don't know the results of the match. Um but when I say last minute, I think Friday Friday at some point, I think, maybe even Thursday, there was a match added to the pre-show. Um, the Kabuki Warriors, Asuka and Kairi Sane, defended their women's tag titles against Candice LeRae and the home country girl, Indy Hartwell. Um, if anybody that doesn't know... Um, Elimination Chamber was in Perth, Australia, um, and that is where Indy Hartwell is from. Can't even stop doing that. Um, I don't know the results. It was on the kickoff show. I did not watch the kickoff show. Um, I'm going to possibly guess that the Kabuki Warriors retained. I don't know. Um, if somebody wants to fill me in on that, feel free. Um, so then the main show opened up with the Women's Elimination Chamber. Uh, you had Naomi, Becky Lynch, Raquel Rodriguez, Tiffany Stratton, um... Who the hell were the other two? Naomi, Tiffany... Uh, Liv Morgan... And... Well, it's about time, Jamo. No, I'm just kidding. Alright, Jamo, are you here? Can't hear you. Still can't hear you. Hold on, let me see if that's on my end. I don't know why it would be.
why can't I find my settings now? There we go. Alright, JMO, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? No, I can. I was on my. Warriors, they won pre-show match. Yes. Okay. I uh, that's what I kind of thought. All right. Um. Women in, women in the chamber was Raquel, Leo, Becky, Tiffany, Bianca, and Naomi. Oh, I was Bianca. Uh, I was missing Bianca and Liv. Um, what did you, uh, what did you think of that chamber match? The women's chamber match was really good. It was, it was really well put together. I mean, I only watched, I'm not even going to lie, I've probably watched Literally half of it. I mean, <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead and say it. The, this particular pay-per-view, mm -hmm. you know, in my opinion, it, it was okay, but I have definitely seen a lot better. I'm... Starting to not like the pay-per-view. Period. I drew it the eye. I appreciate that, Razor. Um, which which pay-per-view? Elimination Chamber or just... The Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Okay. Because, and I'm, uh, we're going to get into it, but... You know, I asked the chat in the beginning of the show, like, what uh, what they thought about it, and Razor said it was predictable. And it is. It was. Yes, it was. Um, here's my, uh, here's my problem with it. And I said this before, before the chamber even, like, the show even happened. I said this on the last episode, and I said it on the episode before that. The press conference, the WrestleMania 40 press conference, ruined the entire thing. Oh, absolutely. As soon as they had that press conference and Rhea Ripley came out and the fact that it was face-to-face -face with Becky, you already knew hands down who was going to win it. And they and, and at that time, they didn't even have contending ma or qualifying matches yet. <laughs> So, so for anybody that didn't see it, um, we got a new chatter in here, and he said he wouldn't mind spoilers, so. Okay. Um, so Becky Lynch obviously won the women's chamber match. <clears throat> Only had that press conference. Let me, let me. Oh, absolutely. 
see if I can find actual um, elimination uh, stats. Yeah. I mean, okay. 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 Because. There was a lot went on in this match, honestly. Yeah, there was, but... Okay. Is there is it really even worth ta and talking about? I mean, well, what? it kind of is. Well, I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go over who eliminated who. Okay. Pretty much. Naomi was eliminated first, and she she actually got eliminated by. Tiffany Stratton, which was a very interesting way to put her out. <clears throat> who started the uh, Who started the match? Um, who, who were the first Becky, two who started the match? Because, like I said, I jumped Becky, in probably halfway through it. Becky and Naomi. Okay. Becky Becky went from from first to. Last. Hmm. Similar to me in a certain EFED. Anyway. But Naomi got eliminated by, by Tiffany Stratton. Tiffany Stratton got eliminated by Liv Morgan. So Tip was Tiffy uh was Tiffany the third one in then? Or the first one in? I'm uh, guessing. No, Tiffany Tiffany was actually last. Okay. All the, Naomi got put out. Uh, I would say fairly early. Um, I think they was. I think it was Naomi. Um, Bianca. Or, no, no, Naomi. Tiffany. Uh, hang on. Naomi. Hang on. Hang on. Give me, give me just a second here. I'm wrong. It wasn't. T Tiffany wasn't last. I'm sorry. Liv Morgan was last. That's what I thought. Yeah, Liv Morgan was last. Sorry. Um, but no, it was Naomi, Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton, and um, I believe Raquel was in there already. Mm-hmm. Because by the time I uh, by the time I jumped in. Uh, I think it was Liv, Becky, and there was like three women all trying to pile on Raquel to be eliminator. Yeah. And she powered out. Yeah, but anyway, um, but yeah, Naomi got eliminated by Tiffany. Um, Tiffany got eliminated by Liv Morgan. Bianca eliminated Raquel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bianca 
and Bianca got eliminated by Liv Morgan. And then immediately Becky eliminated Liv. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Becky eliminated Liv after she hit her finishing move. So. And, uh, I don't know, so... The thing is, the re- uh, again, and I said it before, the reason why I don't like the, I'm starting to not like this pay-per-view is, and we're going to get into it, um, not only because it was predictable, but they're almost, they almost like, don't, they almost don't have a choice. To make it predictable because because of the way the chamber is now compared to what it originally was because and again we'll get into the men's uh, we'll get into the men's chamber in a minute but again the as far as the women's goes I mean you look at that uh, you look at the field right you look at the first. Uh, you look at the six women that, uh, that are in there, and like before the match even starts, before the pay per view even starts, you already know who's gonna win. And again, same with the men's. You look at the field. So uh, let's look at it. Becky Lynch, uh, Becky Lynch, Liv, Naomi, Raquel, Bianca, and Tiffany. So you look at those six women, and in all honesty, before uh, now that we and we know the results, I'm gonna ask you and I'm gonna ask Chat. You look at those six women. Who's the first one? The first one you see that you know is eliminated. No matter whether she was first, within last, whatever. I was. I was actually figuring that Tiffany Stratton would be eliminated first. Exactly. That's who I thought. Mm -hmm. But it turned out to be Naomi. But I mean, I think it's because, and I think there's a uh, there's a story starting there between Tiffany and Naomi because I think both I think I believe Naomi has signed to SmackDown, and so as Tiffany has. Yes. So, I and as far as the field goes, like as far as the participants, I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily disappointed of who was in it. Could there have been better ones? Absolutely. But I get that they needed, they needed the star power. I guess because it's a big show and it's perf and and they need draws with the name uh, with the names and all that. I get it, but when you uh, when you put that much star power in one match and not utilize your entire roster. The match is predictable before it even starts. 
And again, going back to the WrestleMania press conference, the fa- had they not had had Becky not come out and face to face with Rhea at that press conference, it would have been a little bit better. Even though you saw Becky in that line of uh, in that line of field, and you're like, "Yeah, Becky's going over," but had the face to face not happened, it possibly would have been a little bit more entertaining. Don't get me wrong; the match was great. The match was the, great. The match itself was great. Yeah, but the pay per view as a whole wasn't. And yeah. Um. So then after that. But but let let me just say this before we move on. Um, pretty much. Whenever you know on our last episode we had elimination chamber predictions. Mm-hmm. I got every single one of them right. Again, because the, the show is too predictable. Exactly. And that's why, that's the other reason why, elim- and I love the Elimination Chamber match. The structure itself, I don't really care for. Now. Not now. Not now. But the Chamber match itself, I love. I just think that, uh, for one, they need to... Elimination Chamber, in my honest-to-God opinion, would it change change anything? Probably not. But, in my honest-to-God opinion, the Elimination Chamber uh, pay-per-view, or PLE, whatever the hell you even really call... uh, I'm calling them a pay-per-view because uh, PLE just sounds fucked up. Anyway, Elimination Chamber needs to go back to the name No Way Out. You can keep the Chamber matches at No Way Out. Just call, or, uh, you know, at the pay-per-view. Just go back to the name No Way Out. Because... Other than uh, so, because if you look at the uh, the uh, the lineup, I'm gonna uh, veer off uh, for a little bit. If you look at the pay per view lineup of WWE, the only two remaining shows that I know of that are still named after a match is Elimination Chamber and Money in the Bank. And I thought we were getting, I thought we were getting rid of the gimmick pay-per-views. I don't know, maybe, hopefully, by next year we do. I'm just saying Elimination Chamber, I think, needs to go back to No Way Out. Money in the Bank could be called something completely different. First of all, bring Money in the Bank back to WrestleMania. Um, uh, I don't know. You don't. Uh, you don't. You don't uh, necessarily need two uh, two chambers. I agree. 
But, and here's the thing. And I want to, I'm, I'm going to save the, and I'm going to, I am going to go on a rant, but I'm going to save it until we get to the men's. Um, so fair warning, crazy might blow up. <laughs> um, so yeah, Becky Lynch wins the women's, uh, I almost said the women's rumble, the women's chamber match, and she's going on to face Rhea Ripley at, um, Mania. Hold on a second. Becky, Liv, Bianca, Raquel, Naomi, and Tiffany. Okay, never mind. They did the same thing, and they basically did the same thing for both chamber matches. Anyway, um, so the next match up. I believe was the undisputed tag, ta tag team titles. Yes. Uh, the new Czech Republic, formerly known as British Strong Style. No, it's the new Czech Republic. New whatever, Czech yeah. catch whatever. Yeah, 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 new catch. It's it's based off it's based off of. The particular type of wrestling style that they learned when they first got in. Okay, oh, I didn't know that. Um, I gotta be completely honest. I didn't even watch this entire match. I literally, I fast forwarded through the entire thing, and I fast, gonna, I fast forwarded literally to the ending, and that's it. I'm not gonna lie. I I didn't watch it either. And everything that I have seen about the whole entire match, people are saying that it was one of the worst tag matches that they have ever seen. I haven't really dove, uh, dove into that, but um, I mean that's just a report that I that I have seen. Uh -huh. You know that it was it just what. The only reason that that tag match was even remotely somewhat entertaining was because of Dom and the reaction that he got. Which he got, uh, which he got like thrown out to the back. He legit got booed out of the building. Mm-hmm. Um... And the other thing we need, uh, I guess we need to bring up too, is if you go back and watch it, if you go back and watch the show, the live feed, even the live feed and the replay blacks out for about 10 seconds because the entire front row was flipping and Dom off. Oh yeah. And they had to black it out. Oh I yeah. Wanna... So, so yeah, apparently now it's, it's frowned upon to give somebody the finger. I guess, but I know another country. Uh, I don't, and, and I don't know much about that there. But I know, I do know in other countries that 
I think it's like, I want to say it's like Iraq. I mean, I know they were in Australia, but whatever. I want to say in like in Iraq or Iran or something, a thumbs up to us is like, hey, that's cool. To them, it's the middle finger. Mm, okay. So, and I don't know if that has anything to do with Australia or anything like that, but... Uh, no, Australia just don't care. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, they'll they'll do pretty much what they want when they want, and that's just how it is. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? We tagged. Dude, the... Uh, I agree, Double B. The, t- the tag division has been rough Ever since they unified and they quote unified the titles, ever since ever since and as much as I hate to say it, ever since Sammy and KO won them at Mania last year, the tag division pretty much has gone downhill. Which is sad to uh, which is sad to see because WWE arguably I wouldn't say the best but uh, WWE had a had and still kind of has a good tag division. They just don't know what to do with them. I mean, you got Alpha Academy. I mean, uh, you got Alpha Academy. You got the Prophets, even though they're with Bobby Lashley, whatever. Um, you got the new Czech Republic, whatever. Um, you got the Yes Boys, pretty deadly, you know what I mean? You got a good, you got a good tag division, but they just don't, I mean, hell, and that, now you got the Authors of Pain back? And you still don't know what to do with the tag divisions. Plus, you got a plethora. I'm not saying combine them all or whatever, but then you also got a plethora of tag teams down in NXT. I don't know. I. I but anyway, I didn't watch the tag match. Uh, Judgment Day is your is still your tag team champions, and at the very end. Finn legitimately broke his thumb on thumb, the f- and on finger, the finish. Something. Yeah, thumb, pointer finger. He broke a finger. I think he broke his thumb. Something. Um, and it was on the finish of the match. Um, I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't even really watch the finish of the match. I literally fast forwarded through the entire match until the bell rang. And all I saw was Judgment Day holding the titles. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's it. And I just went on to the next match. Or the next match or segment or whatever. Because I think the... I believe the Grayson Waller was the next segment. Because there was only four scheduled matches. Five if you include the pre-show. Four matches and a talk show segment with the Grayson Waller effect. Yes. And the show still lasted three hours. Somehow, yeah. Which the elimin—I'm—I'm I'm a lot really surprised with with the elimination chambers. I mean, they again, 
they were good matches. But they were the the Grayson Walter effect again predictable. We kind of figured what was going to happen, what was going to be said, you know, whatever. Um, the tag team match was just god awful. Um, so the length of the elimination chamber matches themselves is what stretched that pay per view out. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, we're going to get into it last, but I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there and say that Naya and Rhea put on a lot better match than what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so, we're going to definitely get into that. But yeah, I have, some, um, I have some things to say about that. Yeah, yeah, and that's fine, but I just wanted to put that out there, you know, but... Yeah, dude, that was a heck of a match. Um, but yeah, uh, next one was the Grayson Waller effect, and it was kind of, eh, yay, they're there. So, again, I didn't necessarily watch the entire segment, but I pretty much knew what was going to happen. First of all, so you have the Grayson Waller effect, and I get that they're boys, but I want to get into this too. Austin Theory comes out with Grayson Waller and is pretty much ignored the entire segment until the very end. The way it should be. Yeah, I know how you feel about Theory. But, like, until, like, I get it. That he uh, he needed to be there for that uh, the very ending of the segment, but other than that, he was completely useless. He literally just stood on the ropes the entire time, the entire time, until uh, until his part came up. Um, so. Basically, as expected, and this is what I uh, this is kind of what I was sort of sort of predicting, but I don't know if I totally got it. Seth announces that in just a, a few days he is going to be medically cleared with his knee, so he will uh, be able to he will be cleared to compete at WrestleMania to defend his world heavyweight title, and then. Which is good to hear, you know. My thing is, yeah, he said he's going to be medically cleared to be able to compete. The way he's been running and, and, and you know, moving around and, and dancing and everything, I'm surprised if it wasn't done a week or so ago. It probably is, but, you know, they got to... They got to sell it and build up the mania. I know they got that story that they got to play through or whatever. But yeah, the, what the reason I said a couple of weeks ago is look the way he look at the way that he run over and I mean literally run over and got in between 
The Rock and Cody at the press conference. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm talking about he run over there. And then when he's in the ring or uh, whenever he showed up at the Elimination Chamber press conference that they had, he's out there dancing. So that I'm surprised that they're waiting a couple of days, but it's probably going to be it's announced. Prob- it's probably tomorrow. literally going to be tomorrow on Raw, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not necessarily mad about it. I'm not. I'm not mad that he's going to be cleared. I mean, we already, uh, we all knew, we all knew that he was going to be cleared. The fact that he kept, sh- uh, he keeps showing up on TV, you know he was going to be cleared anyway. Because otherwise, if they, you know, if it was anything serious, even though they said, yeah, we got to play it day by day or whatever it is, if it was bad enough, they would have, uh, he would have literally had to vacate the title or whatever. I don't know why they would do that because Roman ain't done it yet. Yeah, well. <laughs> um. Just saying. Then, again, as expected, but then Cody basically announces that he's challenging Rock to one-on-one at some point between now and Mania. Um, and then Seth steps up and says, hey, you won't have to fight the battle alone. So it's still teasing the tag team match. Um, Would you prefer a one-on-one with Seth at ringside, or would you prefer a tag team match? Well, we know if it's a one-on-one that Roman, the Bloodline, all of that, they're going to be ringside for The Rock. We, We already know that. Yeah. And now we know that Ed, that Seth would be ringside for Cody. And then if if that happens, then Seth will be out there and he could possibly get jumped before his his match at Mania. Okay. Um so to me the best way to protect him is to have a tag match and let Cody do the majority of the work, but have Seth come in from time to time and hit, you know, some good spots. Okay. And who takes the fall in the end? I would say I would say Cody pins the rock. Okay. Because either, oh, what? Okay. See, it's, see, that's a little weird. I, I, I know I said that, but that, that's a little weird because 
We know we're getting Cody and Roman for mm-hmm. the title. Mm-hmm. We know that. It would be interesting for... I think it would make a little bit more sense to for Seth to pin the Rock. I think it would be interesting for Cody to pin the Rock. And when that happens, Roman and Jimmy and Jay blame him for the loss of the match. Solo and Jimmy. It's a fallout in the match, or, or at the end of the match, Rock hits the rock bottom on Roman and then Jimmy and Solo attack the Rock, and then that'll start something for night two. I like that. I like that. And they could, uh, they could, well, I mean, it's 24 hours or whatever, but. You know, then they could play that into, oh, yeah, you you know, the bloodline Roman and them could be like, oh, yeah, you're in Hollywood or whatever. And basically, same thing that everybody else says or whatever. Yeah, you went to Hollywood, you, uh, you left these guys, whatever. And more or less by, you know, if you're setting up Roman and, Roman and Rock at SummerSlam, more or less by... By SummerSlam, Rock turns face. Yes. And if there is some kind of confrontation or something, night one, <clears throat> what that'll do is that will help Rock um, that'll help Rock and give him a reason to help out Cody mm-hmm. on night two and let Cody finally win. And he said, uh, Rock said it best when he, Rock said it best on SmackDown when he was quote-unquote part of the bloodline. Shut your mouth and let you take the Rock, uh, you know, let the Rock take you on the ride or whatever. And then he goes like this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. You know, yeah, The Rock is playing a a heel right now. Yeah. We, We get that. But it's The Rock. He's going to do anything and everything that he possibly can to draw money. In some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's exactly what he's doing. To get, you know, people talking and doing his best to, to draw money for Mania. And now with that being said, I have a question for you and chat. 
if at all, because they've been teasing it this way too, if at all, how does Triple H get involved? He doesn't. Because you know they've been teasing it. Leave this entirely. Leave every bit of this between Cody, Rock, and Roman, and Seth, if if needs be. To start. But mainly, leave this to The Rock and Cody. Let them... Because they are so good at what they do. Mm -hmm. Give them a chance to just show us why they are as good as they are. Okay. I mean, I like it. You got uh, again, as usual, guys. You heard it here first. Everything that Jalen just said. Don't be surprised. WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> Fallout on night one, and that's how uh, that's how everything goes down. Um. Then we get to the men's match, men's chamber. You got yeah. Drew, Logan Paul, KO, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, and Randy Orton. Correct. Here's... Drew and L.A. Knight started the match. Honestly, I would, uh, I would actually kind of like that kicks in. I think that would be in a very, very interesting. Kicks in, says Cody and Seth are the new DX. Yeah. That would be interesting. Um, gay X. No. Um, Sorry, I had completely space in what you even said. I said Drew and L.A. started the match. Oh, okay. Um, God damn it. I don't... Gotta fix that. Um, so... Overall... Overall, the match was actually pretty good. Again, both chamber matches were pretty good. The spots that they had in there, um, and who it happened to, and all that good stuff. Here's where I have the problem. And I said I was going to rant when we got to the men's uh, men's chamber match, and here we go. Go ahead. I'm going to sit here and listen. The problem I have with the chamber match in today's WWE, and I say today's because it's the same recipe 
at least for, I'm going to say like, at least like six or eight, and six, maybe even ten years. Because, and here's my theory on it, on why. So, and we'll get into uh, uh, two other aspects of the match, too, or other spots in the match, but the one particular thing that I'm talking about is very, uh, is towards the end of the match, you had L.A. Knight, Drew McIntyre, and I believe Randy Orton were the final three. And Logan Paul, sorry. <clears throat> L.A. Knight hits a BFT on Drew. Now, back up a couple seconds, because before that, I believe, I want to say Bobby Lashley was just eliminated. Yes, by Drew McIntyre. Okay. Bobby Lashley was just eliminated. L.A. Knight hits a BFT on Drew... And he pins him, and he's about to eliminate Drew when out of nowhere, AJ Styles comes in and beats the shit out of him with a chair. Here's where I have a problem with that. Storyline-wise, don't have a problem with it. But because the chamber door was still open for Bobby Lashley to get out, maybe that, I don't know, maybe he was knocked loopy or whatever. That, that... It, uh, hang on, bef before you continue. It was open because he was laying next to the pod, selling long enough for all the officials to come in and quote-unquote try to help him out of the chamber. They were wasting major time. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. Yeah, they were wasting time, but here's the problem I have with the match. Because the chamber door is open, and they've do and they've been doing it for the last, I at, again, at least, I want to say, three years. Chamber door is open, and that allows somebody else to sneak in that's not in the match and cause interference. The interference. Here's the thing. Here's I don't the. Like it. Here's the thing. The interference part. Surprisingly, I'm okay with. However, yes, Logan Paul did the same thing last year. Again, it's the same recipe every year. But here's, here's why. Here's why I have a problem with it. But here's uh, here's why I'm kind of okay with it. It would be ten times more believable if they went back to the old chamber structure. And I know Jamo's going to agree with this because on today's elimination chamber, I get it. It's the PG era, whatever, right? And they can't. And they can't. It can't be as gruesome or whatever. The reason why I say the old chamber structure 
is because today's chamber is literally more square instead of a dome. It used to be a dome on the outside of the ring. There was no pads. It was just the steel grate. The reason why I would be okay with the, interfe uh, the interference aspect of it is I'm going to take you back to right before WrestleMania 28, I think, I believe, where Michaels was trying to get back with Taker. But Taker's just like, no, I already beat you. It was 26. Whatever, okay. Because remember, Sean and Undertaker had 25 and 26. Okay. Triple H was 27 and 28. Okay. Uh, you, uh, you get my point. But what I'm yeah, trying to I, get to... Go ahead. Well, I'm just trying to explain it to the chat. Go ahead. Um... The reason why I'd be okay uh, uh, with the interference is because right in between 25 and... Tw or right before WrestleMania 26, Taker was in the chamber match, I believe, defending or even going for the World Heavyweight title. Defending, yes. Michaels popped up underneath the chamber. Because it was the steel grades and uh, like uh, there was a panel that opened up. If you go back to that chamber, the interference would make sense because nobody would expect it. Hell, nobody expected it then. But when you, but now, in fact, I, uh, we'll have to do the research, but that might actually be, that actually might be the last chamber structure of that of of that actual structure before they uh, they revamped it um but that's where the interference aspect would make more sense because again nobody would expect it because somebody could pop out underneath and uh, underneath the chamber cost somebody a match and then you eliminate them or whatever it is that would be so much more entertaining for the chambers. Um, now, here's my thing. Everything that made it remains a mystery. If you... Okay. You say with the old elimination chamber structure that it would be easy to do. Mm -hmm. For people to come in and interfere. Mm-hmm. It can be done with this one. All they would need to do is there is a is a section of the floor. It's still metal, but they just got real thick padding or whatever it might be. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not exactly sure what it is. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they could figure out a way to take one section of that and modify it. That somebody could still come out from underneath the metal grate outside the ring. 
Yeah, you could, and you could maybe put it on, like, hard cam side or something. Exactly. And yeah, I mean, I'd be okay with that. I mean, if, I mean, even if they have to, they can, you know, they can, I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's, if it's, um, real thick padding or a type of wood or, I can't really tell what it is. Um, but I think they could possibly cut it and, you know, again, modify it for somebody to possibly do that instead of everybody coming through the door. Did someone call my mama? Uh, no. What's going on, Maddie? Welcome in, man. Um. But, I mean, that's just, that's just my take on it. But I, I think, I think it would still be possible. But the other thing is, to, yeah, it could still be possible, but the other reason why I say go to the old, uh, still go to the old chamber is because, again, with this one, if you notice the ch uh, the chambers, the pods are so much, because I think the pods are actually shorter. Okay, do you, do you know, do you know why... They changed up the chamber look. No. Okay. The reason that they completely changed up the way that the chamber looks and is shaped and everything, the original chamber itself weighed almost one and a half times as much as this one does now. The original chamber was a lot heavier and they were ha they would, were having an issue. Maybe I didn't know that. Huh? Maybe I didn't know that. I think you told because, me that. Because, you know, a lot of times now when they're having these huge major pay-per-views a lot of them are in these open dome or open roof stadiums right so when they have to have something like an elimination chamber the original one was so heavy that they were afraid that it could possibly cause damage to the structures that are holding it. So they went back <clears throat> and looked to figure out a way to make it a lot lighter and a lot safer. And I get that. But now, when is the last time, in all honesty, when is the last time WWE has gone to a closed a closed been, roof stadium. It's been a very long time. And I get it. They're, uh, they're maybe preparing just in case of like weather or something like that. It makes sense. But I feel like even if you could... Even if they came up with like a hybrid or something of like the original chamber and this one. I think it would be so much... Uh, because... 
I think it would be so much more... The chamber matches would still be so much more entertaining. It's supposed to be billed as... WWE's most hellacious structure they've ever built. And it used to be. And now it's... <laughs> the uh, Almost the exact opposite. I mean, hell, uh, the hell in a cell is more uh, dangerous than the Elimination Chamber now. And it's just steel fence. I agree. You know? And, you know, I've said it for a while. that If they would get rid of the padding on the outside... That would make it so much better. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I did yeah. hear that uh, kickstand. Like right before black the show, kickstand like there was uh, there was black pirates or whatever that like stole the material, which is honestly kind of hilarious to hear. Welcome in, Dark Maul. Um. So, but yeah, if they would get rid of the padding, I'd be I'd be okay with that. I would too, but. I don't know, like, and I get, and I get, and here's why I say they they should make a hybrid of it. I get it, lighter material, that's fine. But, first of all, on today's chamber, somebody climbs the pod, and you can't even tell who, that it, uh, who it is because of the lighting. Like, okay. the lighting... The lighting that's inside not, of it. That's not the chamber's issue. That's... I know, it's shadowing. Well, that's whoever's setting up the lighting. So maybe they need maybe they need new lighting people. I don't know. But, not only that, but what I actually kind of liked is the fact, and, and again, kind of going back to the original chamber structure... When, and here's why I think they should have maybe a hybrid of both. And who knows, maybe this is supposed to be a hybrid, I don't know. But, when somebody would climb the pod, you couldn't stand up. Because you had no headroom. Because the, uh, the roof of the chamber was basically right there. Yep. That added so much more excitement to me. Now, they can climb the pod, and, for, uh, and again, I think the pod, I honestly think, and maybe they're not, because the structure is taller now, or whatever, but, like, the pods seem smaller. I think the pods are the same size, they... The roof they, is probably just, uh, is raised. Yeah, it's raised, and it's not as much of a dome. And again, I if you can't, and I'm not saying they can, I'm not saying they can't, but I think if they go, even if they did, like, somehow, like, a like again, a hybrid between what they got now and the original structure. And, again, the... I find that a little hard to believe, and, and I get the original chamber was heavy, Right? But it was also invented like 20 some years ago. Uh, 2000. Uh, Survivor Series 02. I don't think it was 02. I thought it was 06. 02. Okay. That's when, that's when Shawn Michaels come back. 
so and we won the title. But okay, oh two, whatever. So you're telling me you can't you can't get not exact, but you can't get close to the original chamber with lighter material in twenty years. I'm just saying. And again, I get it; it's PG or whatever, so like they need to keep the uh, they need to keep the talent more safe or whatever, and I, uh, that's fine. But that's also why they don't ha they only have two chambers a year. I don't. Know. I just think, and I just think they could be, they could, if they could get some sort of hybrid between the original and today's, uh, maybe get rid of the chamber, uh, like, um, like you said, maybe get rid of like one side of the padding or something or whatever. I don't know. I just. Um, I don't like, it's, I don't like how it's too predictable, but that was just one spot. Um, Logan Paul got speared through a pod and Corey Graves literally, <laughs> literally said on commentary, yeah, Logan Paul is dead. Um, well, lastly, also put KO through a pod too. Yeah. But and again, well, crazy. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask this because you mentioned it to me yesterday. What was your absolute favorite spot that they done in the men's chamber match? Oh. Uh, my, probably my favorite spot is when I jumped in, literally when I jumped in, I quit, uh, like, I mean, I'm not even joking, guys, when I went back to watch the thing, and when I was fast-forwarding, when it came to the men's chamber match, I literally clicked on a random, a random part on the timeline, and just watched it from there, and the spot that I picked, not even knowing what the hell it was getting, getting into, I believe it was LA Knight, and Drew, and I think L.A. Knight was, like, bouncing Drew's head off of K.O.'s pod, and simultaneously, K.O. is just going like this inside the pod. That was probably one of my favorite spots. Yep. Um. And then, like, he, uh, you know, he punches it, and then uh, pod, uh, K.O. is just like, yes, well done! <laughs> Um, another favorite spot, I guess, is when, uh, KO was just playing pinball with Logan's body inside the pod, and then he damn near locked himself and K and, and Logan in the pod. I don't know, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but while Logan was in his pod, um, he was sitting there... And apparently, um, there was a lot of condensation in that pod. But he, while he was in the pod, he wrote, Kevin Owens sucks on the side of the pod. Yeah, I did, I did see that. I saw the TikTok of it. 
Chokeslammed LA Knight as part. That was cool. That was very, very cool. And I'm glad that LA Knight went along with it. Oh, absolutely. And it was yeah. all because of, uh, yeah, it was all because of Make-A-Wish earlier that day. Yeah, KO is not, KO is not a guy that, just, he does not do choke slams. No. But the fact that LA Knight was like, sure, let's do that. Well, not only that, but like, and, and it's like Maddie said, K.O. promised a little boy yeah. earlier in the day, saying. and he. And I'm guessing, I'm only guessing K.O. probably like asked him like, hey, what's your favorite move, or what move should I do? And they probably said a choke slam, and he goes, alright, well I promise you at some point in the chamber I will do a choke slam. But and it's like the first move he does to L.A. Knight, which was kind of cool. But he probably, but he probably went up, and spoke to L.A. Knight. Hey, oh, more than likely. You know, do you mind if I do this for this reason? And L.A. Knight said, "Okay, dude, that, that that's why they are top notch baby faces right now." No, uh, I I need to correct you, Jamo. K.O. went up to L.A. Knight. Hey, you mind if we did this? And L.A. is like, "Yeah." Okay. Come on, Jamo, get with the program. Mm -hmm. Um. No, I, I. Overall, I thought the match was good. Again, too predictable. Like you had said last episode. Two. Literally, the only raw superstar in that chamber was Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have a question, and, I, and, like, if we, I don't know if anything, and if any news broke or whatever, is Randy legitimately hurt? I haven't seen one way or the other yet. Um... I mean, but, it is Randy Orton too, so you know the way the way that he landed, and the the spot that you, the part that you're talking about that started it he went to hit the the draping DDT in the ring. <clears throat> Ko countered it. Randy went to the outside. Pulled him on the ropes and then hit it there. As soon as he done that, you could see instant spasms in his back. Sorry to interrupt. And it I pretty much, huh? I said, I'm here. Sorry, I'm late. I had a um, emergency with one of my friends. But it seemed Welcome like in school. as soon as he done it. Like I said, he had those instant spasms, and you can see all the way through the match after that <clears throat> that anytime somebody went to do something to him, they had to walk up to him, ask him if it was okay to make sure that they could still do the spot that was planned, and he, he had to tell them yes or no. Mm-hmm. So, 
if he's hurt, it sucks majorly. Um, if it's just major back spasms, <clears throat> that can be helped. That can be helped with a lot of heat, you know, a lot of, and I hate to say it because of issues he's had in the past, um, a lot of heat, some muscle relaxers, maybe some alcohol, um, and he should be good to go, hopefully by um, SmackDown, but we'll just have to see how well he does between now and then. But by the way, welcome in, Skull. Yeah, well, good to have you, man. Yeah, my fault. Hey, um, I, hey, had a, I, was a, I was a little late myself, so don't feel hmm. bad. No, I I had a mental health emergency with one of my friends that I had to take care of, so... Hey, you're good, dude. Hey, man. But I'm here. So what So what? What are you thinking, Go. Uh, with what? With Randy. Um, is, he, is he hurt, or was it just an awesome sale job? I could, I'm genuinely, I don't know. Like, I kind of touched on that yesterday whenever we were in D.C. right before Weekend Warriors, and that's the main thing that I said. I don't, he's either damn, which, I mean, we know he's damn good at it. He's a veteran, you know, so, like, he's damn good at selling. So, I don't know if it's just a damn good sell job or if it's, you know, legitimate. I'm hoping it's a damn good sell job. Like, I really, really am. Because mm -hmm. I don't think... The main reason I say that is because it's the perfect way, like, you know, obviously they always, you know, point out, you know, an injury or whatever to make someone look weak, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm hoping it was a sell job for that, you know, because of that reason, you know, point out a quote-unquote weakness, especially when it's Randy Orton, who's never had a weakness, I don't think, ever in his career. Um, Other than his shoulder. Yeah. Um... <laughs> and I'm just wondering if it's just not really, really good sell jobs. And the reason I say that is because the amount of RKOs that he hit, you know what I'm saying? If if it was a legitimate issue with his back, I know Randy has the heart, but I don't think he would have continued to do them. I think he would have altered it if it was legitimate. Like, I don't think Randy would have pushed himself like that. I think he would have altered, you know, altered something during the match. But if you notice, at least I hope. Hit, if you notice, whenever he hit the RKO's, <clears throat> um, if you, if you notice when he hit the RKO's, he didn't go up near as high as he normally would, and that's why I'm thinking that he had major back spasms. And he just couldn't, he couldn't move like he needed to. And if it's just the back spasms, great. I just hope that he didn't accidentally mess up something when he hit that DDT outside. Um, right. I was going to say, okay, I'm glad you just commented yeah, in the chat. Yeah, no, because... I, I, yeah, no, I caught it. <laughs> I trust you, I caught it. <laughs> I was just about to say, Skull, you have another one. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
this point, I, I'm going to have so many alter egos. I might as well be a Marvel, <laughs> Marvel supervillain at this point. Skull Shaker, Skull Crusher, now Skull Fucker. Like, <laughs> skull, look how many I've got. Yeah, but some of them you gave to yourself. Like what? Pimpmo, Belt Collector. I'd, wait a minute. I didn't give myself Belt Collector. Somebody. Didn't, didn't Jacko give you yes. that one? Yes. Because I, I was going to say, didn't Jacko, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Jacko give you that one? Or didn't he give you that around the same time that Kenny Omega has been doing his Belt Collector shit? Pretty much. Because I think that's pretty much where he came up with the idea, because that's back what? when Kenny had, like, the AEW title, the fucking TNA title, or, well, it was Impact at the time, but still. That's but, when Kenny had, like, four fucking belts. But, yeah, Jacobot actually gave me Belt Collector, you know, when I was just... Well, getting... Chef Mo was... Chef Mo crazy gave to him, yeah. right? Yeah. I was going to say. What... Maddie's just rolling off all the nicknames, unless Maddie's just rolling them all off. Because I was going to say, I think the only one you technically gave yourself was Pimpmo. Technically, I didn't. That was TK. But he didn't come up. Hold on. Is that your wife? (laughs) No, that was TK. Because remember, TK was JMO gets all the hoes. Yeah, so, but he didn't, he didn't give technically. Technically, you gave yourself pimp mo because okay. TK did not say pimp mo. Okay, what? No, you did. Mm, you said, oh, no. You said, oh, look, now we have a pimp, and now this is the one pimp. that I. This is the one that I honestly don't remember. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take but sides in, on this one. In all seriousness, Jacobot. Actually gave me JMO because he said it was so much easier than having to say Jason all the time. It was just hey JMO. Well, yeah, I've had like three. I've had like three streamers tell me that I just need to shorten mine to Skull, and I was like, I don't know if that's available. So yeah, so, all of and I'm not putting numbers in it. What well, crazy? Remember the match that I had in CEW. Um, last year about this time, which one? The one that I had against Bright Wolf. Oh yeah, Godmo. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I can't show the skull. There's a dude that was that's a streamer that actually has it. <coughs> so uh, yeah. I don't know what language he speaks though, because none of this is in English. <laughs> but anyway, <coughs> last but, live ten months ago. <laughs> but anyway, so but yeah, but, uh, eventually we're all gonna have just a lot of nicknames. I'm surprised and. I'm genuinely surprised I don't have more. I know Maddie came up and just called me like conspiracy eyes like the other night. Well, crazy, you're always going to be crazy. That's it. You're you're crazy. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, I know. I know. I was just saying. 
whether it be crazy as in you actually are, or crazy because you're a streamer and you're crazy eyes, but yeah, you'll you will always be crazy in some form or fashion. Yep. Bro. Just a quick side just a quick like side quest here. And the only person that's gonna care is kickstand. What the fuck is happening to the Lakers, bro? I got what? the game on. It's I've got the game on, and it's twenty eight to forty five right now, and it's only the second quarter. The start of the second quarter. I don't know what the hell is going on in L.A., but I feel so bad for LeBron. Oh yeah, shit, Rico eyes. Yep, Rico eyes is coming. Um, so. I will say this, I did catch like part of like the beginning of the stream right before um, I had to handle that situation. I heard Crazy say something about he was going to go on some giant fucking rant later, so I don't know if I missed that yet. He, he, he did about the chamber, and <laughs> you know, we talked about it in VC, about the whole issue of guys coming in and interfering. Oh, like with what AJ did? Yep. Yeah, I I think it's bullshit. And again, like my and I'll just kind of catch you up. My whole rant was, they need to go, they either need to go back to, or take off the pads, outside yep. the ring, so that if somebody's yep, going to sneak that conversation in before too. Yeah, I I want them to go back to the old chamber altogether. Me too. <clears throat> Stand back. There's a hurl pimp coming. Yep. Well, and the other thing, too, that we've talked about, I want them to do away with the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view altogether and go back mm -hmm. to another one. I don't give a damn. I don't care what one it is. I mean, since it's in February, hell, make it the St. Valentine's Day Massacre again. I don't give a shit. Make <clears> it No Mercy again. I don't give a damn what pay-per-view it is. But, you know... Do that, no mercy, no way out, I don't give a damn, and just have, and, and this is nothing against the women, but we don't need to have a women's chamber in a men's chamber. I, like, I'm not sounding like a dick, I'm, like, that's no offense against the women, but... I think the, I, I think the chamber match, if you're gonna have chamber matches, make them for the title again. Yeah. Yeah, I know that as well. Well, and the thing is, too, is don't make them so um, predictable because I did, I caught that little bit at the beginning as well. Mm -hmm. um, the whole thing was with, with, like, with the women's, the main reason the women's was predictable is because of the WrestleMania thing. Had that not happened, I genuinely couldn't have told you who was going to win because mm -hmm. the women's versus the men's was more stacked. Because Becky winning makes sense. You know, Bianca winning made perfect sense because it's Bianca. Um, Tiffany Stratton made perfect sense because, like, they're trying to push her. Like, she's, you know, she's getting a major push, which she rightfully deserves. She should have gotten it a while ago. Like, they, in my opinion, I hope to God they don't fumble it because we've had this conversation on the podcast long ago. And I said, I think they dropped the ball with her because, you know, they were supposed to push her after she lost the title and they just kind of, you know, made her stagnant for a bit. 
And I, you know, had an issue with that. But, I mean, you know, not knowing exactly who was going to win, who would have won if they never would have had, you know, Becky show up. Because, again, yeah, so you've got them, you've got Liv. Well, her coming back, you know, from injury, you know, wanting to finish, you know, wanting, like, to go, not finish her story, but wanting to go, like, on her revenge tour. Um, And she would make sense against Rhea because, like, like, I think, uh, I don't know if I said it last week on the podcast or, like, when I said it, but it was the whole people saying Liv doesn't make any sense to Rhea because Rhea would destroy her. But the fact is they were tag partners together for, like, a year or some shit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, who's going to know you better than one of your best friends or your tag partners? It's going back to, like, Triple H and HBK back when they used to feud all the time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, when Road Dog and Mr. Ass feuded for a bit. Or, you know, when the Hardys feuded. I don't care if they're actually brothers as well. But, you you know what I mean? You get what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, she would make sense. Naomi would make sense because she just came back. So why wouldn't you want to push her because of her just coming back? You know, Raquel, obviously dominant as hell because she's a, you know, she's jacked and is bigger than all of them. And her and Rhea would, you know, her against Rhea would make sense and her coming back from, you know, her health issues. So that one just is just like, oh, who the hell is going to, you know, win this one? And I mean, the men's one similar. Well, I mean, I hate to say this, but I called Becky winning quite a while back. You called Becky before the Rumble. Absolutely. Well, we all knew Becky was going to win one of them. We just didn't know which one. It was kind of like with fucking the Chamber. Like, we all knew that Cody was going to win one and Punk was going to win the other. We just didn't know which one. Mm-hmm. And then Punk, you know, got hurt because he's fragile. See, I think that would have been... That's a joke. I No one take that seriously. That's that's literally going off of the Wardlow promo from Wednesday if no one caught it. See, I think... From when had... Wardlow said that he beat the best in the world so bad he's still falling apart. It's hot. He either said he's still falling apart or he's still breaking down. He said something like that. And, bro, if you haven't watched the Wardlow promo yet from Wednesday, watch it because it was gold. See... I want to fantasy. Uh, I want to fantasy book this for a second, and I want to get your guys' opinion. Had Punk not got hurt by Drew in the Rumble, okay, Drew didn't hurt him. Well, whatever, whatever. Just had uh, just had Punk not gotten cleared or not gotten injured, but Cody still won the Rumble, right? I think it would have been interesting if Punk and Drew were in the chamber. Oh no, they would have been. I'm you you want who do you think okay then question. Who do you, if Punk would not have gotten hurt? Had Punk not gotten hurt, who do you think out of the chamber lineup, who do you think is the one that replaced Punk? Look at everyone who was in the men's chamber. Who do you think was the one that was supposed to... Who do you think is the one that replaced Punk? Because I can tell you right now I know who the hell it was. I guarantee it. I'm going to tell you right now I know who it was. And I think that's what's causing all the storylines to change. 
Norman? I think Kevin Owens was the replacement. Nope, Kevin. Okay. I think Kevin Owens was the replacement because the big fucking rumor, think about it. The big, big rumor going into Rumble was the big rumor matches, stop and think, going into Rumble, all the big, and I'm talking just men's, I'm not going to try and drag the women's matches into this too, but the major men's matches, stop and think, the, you know what I mean, for titles. We were going to get Cody versus Roman, Punk versus Seth, and then we were supposed to get Logan versus LA Knight was the other you know, big rumored match. Mm-hmm. We're not getting, it looks like we're not getting that anymore. It looks like we're getting LA Knight versus AJ and Orton versus Logan. So insert KO to replace Punk. KO then can batter the shit out of Logan. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which he pretty much did. So it keeps Logan and LA Knight. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so, in my honest opinion, I think with Punk getting hurt, he changed a lot of mania, which isn't a bad thing. Shit happens. Mm-hmm. There are people out that are literally blaming everything on Punk. I'm not going to go that far because I'm not that much of a petty bitch. I mean, I can be a petty bitch, but I'm not going to be that much of a petty bitch. <laughs> um, but I genuinely think that KO was... Punk's replacement, um, because don't tell me that a lot of people could probably say it was Drew, but don't tell me we wouldn't have gotten, you know, Drew and Punk to start the, you know, because who started it? It was Drew and L.A. Knight that started it, wasn't it? Yep. Right. So I feel like had Punk not gotten hurt, KO wouldn't have been in it. LA Knight would have been in the pod, and Punk and Drew would have started it, in my opinion, had Punk not gotten hurt. And Punk would have been one of the first ones in, just like Becky. You know what I mean? First one in and would have won it. See, now, I think it would have been... my opinion. See, I think... You got a good point. But, I think it would have been an interesting dynamic... With, just let alone with Punk and Drew in it, but what if Drew still won it? Oh, oh God. Um, I mean, I'm not mad. I wouldn't be mad that Drew would have still won it. Because here's my, here's, and you have a very good point, and so you stop arguing with me. You hush. Hmm? No. I don't want your back talk. Stop it. I don't care if you don't like my opinion. I'm the one talking, not you. <laughs> Bailey apparently has her own opinion. Um, <laughs> but no, Drew winning, I'm compl- I would have been completely okay with that, even if Punk was still in it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are thinking Drew's going to win the title at Mania. And I'm okay with it, because I think what they're trying to do at this point is I'm not so sure Drew wouldn't have won it anyway had Punk been in it, piggybacking off you saying that, because I think they're trying to keep Drew. Mm -hmm. I genuinely think they are trying to work out a contract with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that they're going to wait until after Mania to do it, because obviously since they tacked on injury time, I think he's good until like 
mid-May, I want to say. Something like that. Um, so if they put the title on him at Mania, that's more or less saying, hey, we're going to work out a contract with him. Um, and, I mean, I think regardless, if Drew would have won it, even if Punk would have been in it, I think regardless, if they can keep Drew, I we're going to get Drew and Punk at some point down the line for the title. Probably at, like, like SummerSlam even, or something. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. if Drew stays and they put the title on him, as much as I don't want to, because, I mean, we've talked about long title reigns and how long people should hold the titles and blah, blah, blah. I could see Drew holding the title until Punk is back. Because obviously, if Cody does win at Mania, which we all think he's going to, Cody's going to SmackDown, so they lose Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hope and pray to God Seth is going to take time off after Mania. I love Seth. It's not that I don't want to see Seth on TV. I love what he's doing. But, I mean, he said on the Grayson Waller effect that he's going to be cleared in a mere matter of days. Which means I'm assuming his announcement Monday is going to be, hey, I'm cleared. Because he literally hinted at it on the Grayson Waller effect. Yep. He literally said, I'm, you know, a few days from being cleared. Or like three days from being cleared. Like the way he worded it, he's going to tell us, t- you know, tomorrow, hey, I'm cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... The only thing that I know they're going to do is possibly put the title on Drew and then have Drew hold it until Punk gets back and then maybe Punk take it from Drew. Because my big worry is if they lose Drew, and we've had this conversation before, um, if Drew does not re-sign with WWE, Drew's doing one of two things. He's either going to take time off and go home and spend time with his family, which is the main one I think that you said, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they lose Drew, I think this is what he's going to do. He's going, because I don't remember when, Kickstand would probably be the main person to know, because he watches AEW the most in chat. Um, <laughs> I think the main thing that he'll do if he doesn't re-sign with WWE is, and I'm not saying he will sign a contract with AEW. I'm not saying he will sign a legitimate, you know, lengthy contract or anything like that. But I think Drew's plan would be if he does not sign, re-sign with WWE and is a free agent, he's going to take time off and go with his family. Yes, I completely agree with you on that crazy 100%. But I see him showing up at All In with it being in the UK. If he is a free agent and is not signed with anybody, I see him going to all in with WWE, Jesus, with AEW. Maybe not even have a match. Maybe just show up. You know what I mean? Kind of like what Mercedes did. He might not even wrestle. He might just show up in the crowd and, you know, be in attendance. Mm-hmm. You know, but I see him being an all in in some aspect. But I do see him taking a break if he does not re sign with WWE. And then. Once his break's over, will he go back to WWE? Will he sign with AEW? I don't know. But if he does not re-sign with WWE, I do see him taking a break, but I do see him showing up at All In in some capacity. Whether it's a match, whether it's just, you know, walk out to the ring type thing, like what Cena did at um, 
oh god where was it that cena did it because that's was it money in the bank because that's the one pay-per-view where i was in the hospital and watched it with you guys in vc and i was in and out of vc and cena came out and like did that thing about you know mania coming to wherever they were yeah yeah, like Drew doing something like that, you know, I can see just Drew, like, regardless what kind of capacity it would be, but, so, yeah, whether they put the title on him or not, I don't know, but back to your point, yeah, I don't know, really, if Drew would have won or if Punk would have won it, if they would have both been in it, because that would have been one of those what-if moments. Skull, quick question, when is All In? I don't remember. Um, that's why... That's why I said Pixan would have to bring it up because he's the only he's the main person in chat that watches it. Because I don't I think it's late. Either. I believe it's late August or like the first week, and I want to say it's around like Labor Day. Okay, uh, August twenty fifth. I just okay. told, uh, that's when that's when All In twenty twenty four is. Okay, let me let me ask you this question as an interesting thought. <clears throat> All In is in the UK, right? And then All Out is like two weeks later or something like that, right? Something like that. Okay. Go ahead, Jamo. All In is in the UK. What if Drew... Still signs an extension with WWE and somehow makes it a point no matter what it is to just happen to show up at all in in the audience and they put a camera on him but he's still signed with WWE uh the internet would break Again, I don't know if TKO would let him do that or not. I'd be okay with it, but I don't know if TKO would allow it. Hey, if if he goes, if he goes as a private fan, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't do it. The only thing is, though. The other thing that we got to think about is, so August 25th, you said, Skull, is yeah. all in, or whatever. The, yep, only, thing, uh, the only thing is, depending on his contract status, again, if he's signed, that's SummerSlam weekend. And if he's well, champion, and if he's champion... Yeah, I, I mean, if he's champion, I, I I feel like if he's champion, they're not going to let him do it. If he's champion, well, no. But if my goes, thing is though, but you know, like going. I said, if he goes in, you know, as a private citizen, pretty much. I mean, what can they do? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If he is under a legitimate contract. With WWE, like, you know, pen to paper, it doesn't matter if he goes in as a private fan or not. When you're under contract like that, you still, like, technically, with shit like that, I don't think he legally can. Yeah, and Triple H just recently put a ban on that, too. 
But it, re- it would be interesting, though. Oh, 100% no, it, it would be. be. And my thing, my thing with all that is, and I mean, you could technically say they still could, but they didn't actually, like, blatantly point them out either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't a blatant, oh, hey, they're in the crowd. But, like, when Bailey and Sasha were at uh, TNA Hard to... I think they were, it was Hard to Kill. Um, yeah. For Naomi's match. Um, but they didn't, like, blatantly put the camera on Bailey and said, oh, hey, look, Bailey's here. There you go. Um, they could do the same thing with Drew. Because something like that... Because my thing is... and it. It seems like it only happens in professional wrestling, doesn't it? Like, I shit you not, I think it's only professional wrestling that does it. And to me, to me, it's fucking petty. And we'll we'll use this as an example, because we just talked about this the other night. Kevin Nash not being allowed to be in the crowd at AEW or even backstage at Revolution for Sting's last match, I think is petty. And the reason I say that is how many times I don't give a shit that it's still the NBA. It's... Petty as shit, because in the NBA, you see dudes like the Lakers are playing today. And, you know, in like three days, if the Lakers aren't playing, if LeBron is friends with somebody, like let's say Tyrese Halliburton. I don't know if they're friends or not. I'm just using an example. Um, LeBron might be in Indiana at the Pacer game to support Tyrese. I mean, it's like whenever D-Wade was still in the game. And, you know, D-Wade would be, you know, courtside at Lakers games for LeBron. Or LeBron would be at courtside at Heat games for D-Wade. I get that's still the NBA as a whole. But that's a team at another team's game. Okay. Okay. Hang on. I can give you the absolute 100% perfect scenario for this. But only because it just happened recently. Michigan assistant coach going to other college football games as a private citizen. Yep. But, and I don't know, and... Here's my take on this. Because who's to say he's not stealing signs and shit when he does that? Well, uh, see. But here's the uh, here's the other thing though. Like uh, maybe like Skull alluded to, only in professional wrestling, like contracts are probably different from sport to sport. And yeah, whether you like it or not, WWE is technically a sport. No, I know that. Like I didn't like I didn't say it wasn't, but like it's just I don't understand it. Just because I don't necessarily either, but Because I mean for like like Jamo said, or even like what you know, what I said is like I saw like whenever D Wade used when D Wade still played, when LeBron would be courtside at Heat Games, I'm not saying he would just be courtside. I'm saying he would be courtside like right next to the Heat's bench. And you know how is, how is, like, you know, and the reason why that's sketch is just because what if LeBron, if LeBron can hear every single thing that they're talking about when they call plays, mm-hmm. well, the next time the Heat plays that team, they're fucked. Because what? LeBron's going to hear everything. And, 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 again, look at the, 
Look at the Michigan assistant that went to the ball games. Yep. As a private citizen that bought his own personal ticket. The college did not pay for that. Well, I mean, I guarantee the same with LeBron. I guarantee LeBron had to pay his own tickets too, so. Yeah, but the thing about it is, my thing with the whole, my thing with the Michigan incident is, he went there on his own, paid for everything on his own, and apparently that's majorly frowned upon for somebody to go watch another team's you know, another team play when your team doesn't have a game. That's stupid. Yeah. You know what I would have honestly done if I was Kevin Nash? So. Gone anyway. <laughs> uh, here, yeah, well, that's pretty much what I was getting ready to say. Yeah. If I was Kevin Nash, I would not have asked for permission. I get you're under a Legends contract. I would not have asked for permission. My ass would have bought a ticket. I would not have asked Tony Khan for a free ticket. I wouldn't have done anything. I would have called Sting. I would not have called Tony Khan at all. This is what I would have done if I was Kevin Nash. I would have called Sting and said, hey, do not tell anybody I'm coming. I am buying a ticket to the show. I'm not going to tell anybody where I'm sitting. I'm not like, you know what I mean? I'll tell you where I'm sitting. But, um, like, if he wants to try and sit, you know... If he wants to try and get, like, a front row seat, you know, with Sting's kids or something, okay, that's on him. But I would have called Sting and said, hey, I'm buying a ticket. I will be at Revolution for your last match. If Sting tries to find him when he comes out there to give him a hug, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or whatever, cool. But I, cause I, and I would not have asked for permission because do you, I refuse to fucking believe Bailey asked WWE for permission to be at TNA Hard to Kill. I guarantee, and if she did, and they allowed it, but they won't allow Nash to be at AEW, you know what that tells me? And I'm going to get shit for this. If Bailey asked for permission to go to TNA Hard to Kill, and they said, sure, especially sitting right next to Mercedes, when she's, you know, going to AEW, and not even going to WWE, but if she was granted permission to go to Hard to Kill... But Kevin was declined permission to go to AEW when Kevin doesn't even wrestle anymore. And Bailey does. That tells me one thing and one thing only. WWE is scared of Tony Khan and AEW. Regardless what you want to say, if, and again, I am saying if, Bailey asked for permission to go and Bailey was given permission and Kevin asked for permission and was declined, then that is proving that WWE is scared of AEW. Period. Because why would you allow a wrestling talent that is literally active on your roster, wrestling for the women's championship at WrestleMania, why is it okay for her to go to TNA, but you decline one of your Hall of Famers that literally never wrestles, is never on TV, never mentioned, never talked about, or if he is, it's like once or twice a year, to go to AEW's pay-per-view and even be backstage. He didn't ask to be in the fucking crowd. He literally just asked to be backstage. He didn't ask to be on TV. He didn't ask to be in the crowd. He asked to be present backstage for Sting's last match. 
Never once asked to be on TV. He just wanted to be present and there. It was declined. So you see where I'm getting at there? No, I do. If, but that is if Bailey asked. And if Bailey did, you won't change my mind that, a, that WWE isn't in fact scared of AEW then. Regardless of the ratings, regardless what fucking the tribalist fan bases want to say, that's what I get when I, you know what I mean, if it boils down to it, if both talents ask. So, because at the end of the day, I don't see it that big of a deal if Nash is there. Well, the other thing is, too, um, I think Triple H recently just put a ban on appearances like that. Like, within the last week. Or something. Triple H put some sort of ban on... Some sort of ban. I don't even know if that uh, if that's what it was, but uh, he did just put a... Uh, Double B said, from my understanding, it's in WWE contract that wrestlers are not supposed to appear on camera for another promotion. So if they show up on camera, it's on them and can risk whatever consequences that come with that. And that uh, that could be that could be the ban that I'm talking about. I know the ban just recently came. I want to say. Well, I know there's always been something. I know there's always been something there. Um, But I I think he. I think he just recently. I want to say he doubled down on it, like just like within the last week or so. If it was, I guarantee if he did double down on it recently, recently, I guarantee it was probably because of the whole Bailey thing. Could be. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. And maybe, too, maybe the main reason they don't care if it's with TNA is because, I mean, not to sound like a dick, it's TNA. Like, they don't get a lot of views on their day, on their weekly shows or on their pay-per-views like AEW does. Well, and because the fact... Either that or they were going to do their best to try to work with them. Well, and I was just going to say that, too, like, because they... Uh, they yeah, I was, well, yeah, because Hard to Kill was right, was that right after or right before the Rumble? I don't remember now. Oh, shit. It was before, but still... Yeah, that could have been. Yeah, no, that could have been part of it because obviously Scott Demore was still was still there. So yeah, that could have been part of it too. I honestly didn't even give that a thought. You have a point. Welcome. So maybe retract every, maybe redact every single thing that I just said. Then <laughs> welcome. But well, it's all. And I don't know. If and if that's the case, then uh, common denominator is unfortunately the missing. Scott Demore. Uh, let's see. Remember when? Oh yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that because that's before Adam Cole went to AEW, and that's where she was. And Britt was already at AEW, and she. I think it was one of Cole's last matches, or like one of Cole's big matches. And they accidentally showed Britt Baker on camera, and that shit did not go over well. Was it accidental, though? They said it was. Um, I'm not so sure if it was or not. I, I don't know. I have, like, my kind of, like, you know, conspiracy theory shit with that. Um... I don't know if it was accidental or if they tr- if they did it on purpose to get fucking Brit in tr- to try and get Brit in trouble or some shit. You know what I mean? Who knows? 
Because I, because if I'm not mistaken, that was when Cole was getting ready to leave, mm-hmm. and I think they were doing whatever they could to get Cole to stay, or to you know fuck Adam Cole over. I don't know. There was a bunch of shit. Um, there was a bunch of shit that was you know going on back then that everyone thought. Some people thought they were trying to sabotage Adam Cole, um, because they knew that like because apparently they knew he was leaving and go to AEW, so that's why they showed her. Like you know there were there were rumors that they were trying to sabotage you know her and Cole, um, that they were actually trying to you know help her and Cole. There um there were all those different you know. There was all that shit that was in there that we always get with the conspiracy theory shit. So it just, you know, run with they ran with what they wanted to. I I I think it was genuinely accidental. I don't think the cameraman realized because the one thing that I heard is the cameraman put the camera on her and didn't realize that it was Britt Baker. And I'm just like, I'm not sure if I buy that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, granted, not all in the cameraman's defense, like the cameraman might not know who everybody is. Um, well, then so again, but the cameraman a little bit of a doubt. Of but at the same time, but at the same time, the cameramen are told where to put the camera, right? Yeah. So maybe the cameraman oh. didn't even see a Brit, and somebody backs, you know, somebody in his ear, just like, oh, hey, pan to this. Yeah, someone probably said, oh, hey, you know, like pan here, and then the second he put the camera on, they're like, oh shit, no, pull off. Mm-hmm. Mistake. Like we said earlier, NXT needs to bring back and and takeovers. Just saying. Um, I think the takeovers haven't they? And correct me if I'm wrong. Haven't the takeovers been replaced with old pay per view names? Like because you know how like No Mercy isn't like an actual pay per view anymore on the main roster, but NXT uses it. Isn't that what they've done with the takeovers? Is they've just changed them to like that shit? Exactly. But wasn't it before though? Like wasn't it like wasn't it like NXT Takeover presents No Mercy like there for a bit or because I know at one point it was literally just TakeOver and then wherever they were at. So, like, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn or NXT TakeOver here. Yeah. Um, and then there for a bit it was, like, NXT TakeOver Presents, like, No Mercy, I think, at one point was one of them. And now they've just taken the TakeOver off completely. I th- Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But and I agree. I miss the TakeOver. Like, I really do. Especially if they're kind of going, if NXT is kind of going back and in a way, kind of back to their roots and more or less. With the black and gold, yeah. Yeah, then why not bring over TakeOver? You know what I mean? The second they announce, I mean, and I get it, they're trying to go international too or whatever, but the second they announce NXT TakeOver Brooklyn like five at this point, people are just going to lose their shit. I mean, I, I'm, I'll i be one of them, so. Uh, last match we got to talk about is the main event. Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax for the Women's World Heavyweight title. Anybody else? I'll be honest, I fast-forwarded through it. I, I barely watched it. I, I was not impressed by it. Sorry. He, uh, Jamo, what about you? I think it was. <clears throat> I think it was better than the tag team match. 
Oh, I mean, it was, I mean, it was for what I saw, and again, I don't really, I, I skipped through it because I already knew who was going to win. I accidentally, like, I tried to avoid it, but I think I accidentally caught, like, a video from, or a TikTok from WWE's page, like, Rhea Ripley after winning, and I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> um... I don't know. There was a couple spots, I guess, that... Now, Jamo, I'm going to kind of call you out here. Kind of. Yeah. You had told me and Skull a while ago when she returned... To give her a chance. I'm talking about Nia Jax. Yeah. There were a couple spots. Not that she didn't. Like botch him or whatever. But there were a couple spots in this match. That. I don't know if it was nerves. Or. Or heating or something going on, but there were a couple spots that she just would not commit to the spot. The one I can think of off the top of my head was I want to say it was in the middle of the match where Rhea is outside outside the ring in front of the announce table ish. Naya gets on the on the apron. Rhea catches her foot and does the reverse leg drop. She wouldn't Naya would not commit to that fall. Like and What's Cole she, and, and Cole want to hurt herself. Yeah, I get well, that. Let me say this. Let me say this really quick. Um, and then unfortunately I need to go, I need to, um, handle that issue with my friend again, um, which I'm sure you guys understand, but I, I wanted to say this really quick and get Kickstand's reaction. Cause I think he's going to be the one to pop to this the most. Um, I said this last night in the discord that I heard and I will 100% back this. If I could credit her, I would. Um, but I heard it last night about Rhea Ripley and not just that match, but her matches in general recently. She is, Rhea Ripley and her matches for God knows how long now have been all foreplay and no finish and no substance at all. Talking about Nia's? Been, I can't, I can't, no, well, I'm talking about Rhea Ripley first. I'm talking about Rhea Ripley and her matches. Like, all of Rhea Ripley and her well, matches have just been all foreplay and no substance at all. Do you all? I want to sing and dance, I want to sing and dance, I want to be a Oh, good old fucking alert. Crazy, I thought that she turned off sound alerts. Not, uh, not off the panel. What's going on, Hamburger? Yeah, that's that's just like 
I'm not saying I 100% agree with her, but she also kind of has a point, too. Maybe it's just me, but I kind of have felt that way a little bit about some of, not all of Rhea's matches, but some of them recently. That they've been all foreplay and no substance? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, n- I never even thought about it. Fucking kickstand just says foreplay, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, I don't know, dude. Like, the, the girl had a point. Like, I'm not saying every single one of them, but it's just, I don't know, dude. I'm just not... I used to be so big and highly of Rhea, and just lately I haven't been. They're doing anything and everything they can to keep her dominant. In all honesty, I hate to say this, Rhea right now is the female Roman Reigns. But yep. I mean, but they're doing. But that's the reason people are saying that it's not that her matches are not that great because she is looking so dominant. Right. Well, and the thing is, too, um, and then I'll, and then I will leave it to you guys and I'll go, um, is one of the main reasons part of it, too, is part of it because of the health scare that she had? Is maybe mm-hmm. that part of the reason why they're doing this with her? Is part, and if it is, I mean, then it's the same case as Roman as well. Um, and if that's the case, then all right. But if it's not, then I'm just, I don't know, dude, I'm just not for it. I guess I'm a dick, but whatever. We all knew this anyway. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not necessarily for it either. I mean, she's held the title since Mania last year, and I've said this countless times on this show that yeah, they're trying to make her look dominant, but she still doesn't really defend the title that often. Nobody right. defends the title like they should or used to. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, Nobody. I will Nobody let you guys finish this out. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. I need to go handle this again. Um, but right. I will talk to everybody later. Yeah, okay, man. Go ahead. All right. Later, guys. I, I don't know. I just don't... I. I don't understand what the point is with the long title runs, and I sound like a and I feel like I'm a broken record at this point. It's it's true, it's true. But you know, like I said, to me, this match was better than the tag team match. No, it was, it was, but so. And you know, going back to what we were talking about earlier. This match was predictable and pretty much given going off of all the promos that they've had recently, um, the WrestleMania press conference thing that they had. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, we knew it was going to happen. And the fact that... Um, as big of a, of a reaction as she got, the fact that they all, the fact that they were in Australia, it, mm-hmm. that 
that pretty much just gave it away immediately. Yeah. There is no way that they were going to have her lose with as big a reaction as she's got and is. And I, I know it's going to sound weird, but with her being in Judgment Day, and Judgment Day being a, you know, heel faction, mm-hmm. whatever, yep. Rhea Ripley is becoming a major baby face yep. in that heel faction. Yep. Yep. So, she's getting over with people backstage, which is great. You know, the fact that everybody enjoys Rhea. So, I mean, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And the, the crowd and the fans and everybody is also enjoying her and what she's doing. Yep. So... You know, it's 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 gonna be hard to tell me that there is a bigger baby face in the women's division, What's even up, though Russell she's fan? supposed to be. A- and and the thing is, too, like on that point, then what do you do for Mania? Unless. Like, I don't know how many people... What's going on, Lando, WrestleFan? Um, the, the thing is, yeah, Rhea is a baby... You know, Rhea is coming off as a baby face. Mm-hmm. But as soon as she comes out at Mania with Dom, it's going to be instant boots. I don't know if... uh, That's going to kick in the heel in her because she's going to do her best to protect Dom. And, and yeah, we have have issues with Dom right now. Okay? We we do. But I'm going to disagree with that. Hang on. Dom is the biggest heel in the WWE right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. But here's the thing. I'm going to disagree with the fact if she comes out with Dom, I don't think she's going to get the booze. Because still, everybody loves Rhea. Yeah. It's Dom that they don't like. And what, and what I mean by that is realistically, the only time they ever boo. Rhea, if at all, is the second that Dom even picks up a mic. But the thing about it is, he's going to say something or do something during the match that people are not going to like, and then they're going to start booing him and Rhea. I don't because think... he's doing it for Rhea. But again, I don't think they're going to boo Rhea. I really I, don't. I just do, and I think they're going to cheer Becky more. I really do. I mean, maybe, but I mean, I mean, it could come off. It could, quite possibly, 
and I'm going to use this for reference, and I mean, it's going to sound weird, but it is quite possible that we could run into a WrestleMania 18 situation with The Rock and Hogan. where both of them are getting cheered and both of them are getting booed depending on the crowd. Could be. Um, this is going to sound really bad uh, to answer your question, Lando. Uh, this is going to sound really bad, but the way things are going right now, I hate long title runs. But I hope Rhea retains. Because Becky doesn't need the match. I'm sick and tired of, Be of Becky chasing the title. Yeah, she hasn't held the title in two years. And she's still doing fine. I think, I think in my opinion, in my opinion, as far as the babyface and heel... Uh, aspect of it in my opinion yes people are behind Becky but I think they're going to be and I think they're going to be more behind Rhea I'm not saying Becky's going to turn heel again but I feel like I don't know I think I think Becky Lynch is probably going to go in as a baby face, but Rhea's gonna be that perfect tweener of baby face and heel, and I think people are gonna be more, I think people, in my opinion, I think people are gonna be more behind Rhea at Mania. Also, super... Exactly. Exactly, and that's why I, I like I I'm not. I don't know if you guys and I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm not and like I'm not happy with. I'm not happy with the uh, with the match. Uh, as of right now, with Becky and Rio. Now, if the match somehow still happens at Mania, but somehow, and I don't see them ever doing it, if somehow Rhea loses the title before Mania and the and the match is still happening, I'm fine with that. But again, I don't see... Uh, there's... With a month... Uh, what? Month and a half away, I don't see them randomly taking off the title... and uh, taking the title off of Rhea. And if they do, it's going to be for like two weeks or something, and then she's going to get it back. And then we're all going to be like, oh, what the hell is the point? Honestly, I was hoping... Liv... I think Liv possibly would have made more sense to win the chamber than Becky. But again, going back to what we said earlier, the uh, the WrestleMania press conference gave it a, uh, gave everything away. 
I'm hoping... I, I can still be hopeful, but maybe there's going to be some type of swerve in there between now and Mania, and then we're not going to get... Somehow we're not going to get... Like I said, maybe the title comes off of Rhea somehow. I don't know. Legitimately, who would... Who would take the title off of Rhea besides Becky? Or Bailey? No one. Literally anybody. I mean, yeah, I know Rhea's kind of gone through everybody, but you have... You have all these... You have this entire talent, but the title... And unfortunately, the title, uh, the title picture... Is the same people over and over and over and over again. I'm gonna say, and I I said it on that um, on the review episode. Out of all the title and out of all the title defenses Rhea has had over the last year, and on and and match quality and my in my opinion the challenge the only challenger that actually gave her. Seemingly a legitimate shot is Zoe Stark. And that was back in Survivor Series. I think. Pretty sure it was Survivor Series. Yeah. Oh, God. Don't even mention that name kicks in. How dare you. No, um, but yeah, that's my opinion. Dude Love. Yes, Dude Love just takes all the titles. Um. Charlotte shows up from injury. Yeah, that that be that would be a swerve, but I think she's good. I think she's gonna be out for like a year or something like that. So, uh, JMO, any final thoughts? Final words? No. Overall, what do you give Chamber uh, Elimination Chamber twenty twenty four? Seven. Okay. Only because of how good the chambers were. <clears throat> I'm going to give it a five and a half. Okay. Um, I didn't really think it was all that good. Uh, yeah, the chamber matches. The chamber matches were good, but I don't know if that was enough to... Save the show, in my opinion. So, um, but yeah, um, before we end, JMO, do you have any other wrestling news at all? No, 
called Randy can. Oh, Randy can beat Rhea. There you go. There you go. Alright. Um. You want to do your closing, Jamo? <clears throat> yeah. Um. <clears throat> Everybody, I say it every week. Thank y'all for being here. Thank y'all for listening to us ramble on, talk about this and that and whatever else happens to come to our minds. Um, and then the randomness uh, of Skull Shaker, too. <clears throat> Everybody that's here live, thank y'all for being here. Everybody that listens to us later on, Thank y'all as well. Um, <clears throat> for those, you know, that are here then that do listen to us, if y'all know anybody else that enjoys watching or listening to podcasts, send them our way. We are on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, eventually Instagram. One way or the other, and if I can figure out how to do clips, but yeah, <clears throat> we'll see. I might work on that today, actually. So, yeah, um, still driving, not a problem. Kickstand, glad we, and uh, glad you use the podcast for your uh, road travels. And if you are traveling while listening to this, drive safe. Um. Uh, and, you know, don't be dumb. Um, and also, so for anybody that is, and, and I think I said this last week as well, um, for anybody who is listening to this in the future, um, on Tuesday nights, exclusive to Twitch, um, is our secondary show called A Little Bit of Chaos. That little slogan right up here. That is a secondary podcast show where we talk about literally everything else. Music, movies, TV, video games, art, um, sports, whatever we can think of. Um, just a secondary podcast that we do. Again, that is exclusive to Twitch, in fact, um, I will put the link in, as I, and again, this is for anybody that's listening in the future, I will put the link in the, in the description of the episode, um, so that you can catch that secondary episode on Tuesday nights, um, yeah, uh, we just started it last week, I think we had a really good start. Um, I got some, I got some stuffs we need to talk about, uh, this week, and it's gonna be really interesting. I wanna, to give you a little bit of sneak peek, I wanna dive a little bit into what we know of WWE 2K24, because when that episode airs, we are one week out from the release, well, from the early access release of WWE 2K24. 
Well, I can go ahead and tell you that I know a lot more about it than what you possibly do. Well, duh, because I don't know shit. Because um, I don't... <laughs> but my question is, do you want to know everything that I know? Hey, probably. Because, because I know you hate to know things about WWE before the game. So do you really want to talk about that? Depends. That's all I'm going to say. It depends. Okay. Um... But yeah. So we're going to go ahead and rate out, you guys. Um, for anybody that Hashtag. is... Hashtags are in chat. Yeah, I was just going to say, guys, who everybody, uh, anybody is, who is in the live chat, if you could copy and paste hashtags that JMO put in chat, um, we're going to go raid somebody that I have never raided before. Uh, great part, and I'm I've heard good things about him. In fact, I think the uh, this guy is. Uh, he's part of our community, but I've never rated him before. So we're gonna go see what he's all about, or what they're all about. Um. So copy and paste the hashtags in chat. Crazy eyes creed. Crazy eyes sent me and wrestling freaks pod um yeah we'll be uh, we will be live tomorrow guys for CEW mayhem uh we got a we got a packed uh, week for you guys and so and in regards to CEW so I'm 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 looking forward to this so um Meantime, have a great night, great rest of your day whenever you're listening to this, and we'll see you tomorrow.